Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast for East Lake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and with me today is Lauren. That's right. I'm back. Yes. Like the wonderful human you are. I was going to say something mean, and then I was like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> My popular demand. Our uh, our last yeah. uh, round was so good, but yeah. I'm back again. No. no, it was great. It was great. And this time will be so much better because we know each other better. Two weeks longer. We've That's known right. Each other. And we've been practicing. Yeah, exactly. Listeners, so. um, Brent yeah. is away this week, and so I leaned over to Lauren yesterday because yeah, we're was recording yesterday. on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Um, and was like, hey, you want to do the podcast with me? And she said, yeah. Yeah. So we're doing it in it to win it. That's right. Um, I heard you had some fun fall festivities. That was a lot of an alliteration right there. Yeah, it was. I mean, we talked about fall last time. I know. Why not? It's still fall. Yeah. The follow up to that podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Ian and I went to the pumpkin. Ian's your husband. Ian is my husband. That's right. Um, we went to the pumpkin patch on Friday. We go to Job's in Costco. Um, that's where I've always gone. I've so never been to that I'm one. not opposed to other pumpkin patches, but that's where we went. And actually it was great because well, the weather's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um Friday, we were like the only people there. We were trying to figure out when we should go. And he works on Friday. Uh-huh. I'm off on Fridays, but we went like right at noon. Nobody was there. It was a perfect day. We, you know, still had to wear masks, mm-hmm. but it was like we just had like our full full reign of the patch. And last year when we went, it was later in the year. And I can't remember why we ended up. I, oh, it's because we moved into our house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> we did not do anything fall related last year until later in the month. Um, and so when we went, everything was picked over. And so this year we got to like really nice. take our time with the pruners and pick out um, decorative pumpkins and like also ones we want to carve. Nice. Um, so we're probably going to wait to carve just so that we yeah, do so the last. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's starting to feel festive yeah. at What the is house. Job's like? Do they do like the corn maze and all that kind of stuff? Or is it mostly just getting the pumpkins? It's mostly just getting the pumpkins, I think. They have like, you know, the the things you can take photos with. Mm-hmm. Ian's like just over six feet this year. Very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> we took a little picture to commemorate Has it. Has he grown? Yes. <laughs> getting so big um but so they have those but they don't have anything else as far as I can tell um yeah he's gonna kill me for bringing this up on the does pod, he listen to this I don't know actually I should, I should, yeah. so um but it was yeah it was great I mean they're a nursery so they okay, had yeah. like their other trees and shrubbery but, and things but um <laughs> yeah as far as I can tell they don't have any like major festivities cool. going on I know because a lot of the other ones really market cater to like the family yeah and all of that so I had That's, a couple of students who went to Middleton okay this weekend, yeah um and did the corn maze and all that jazz so yeah, I haven't I can't remember the last time I well, actually, I think I was like in sixth grade mm-hmm. and I was terrified. I like just was traumatized by the corn maze. And I don't was remember it, wait, where. Was it a haunted corn yes. maze? Oh, yes. I did that a few years ago and I'm I'm just not, I should not do this. That's really the moral of the story. I was like screaming and yelling the whole time. I did make one of the like scarers go out of character at one oh. point. Because I said something and then they laughed. And so that's a win, yeah, Megan. That's totally like a, a win. total yeah. win. No, I just remember like and, and hindsight, I'm like, why didn't my parents 
take me to, I mean, some guy came running out with a chainsaw, like a real chainsaw. I know, I mean, but I like Middleton's was... isn't haunted. It's no. just a corn maze that you walk through. <laughs> I don't know where they took me. It was here somewhere in the Tri-Cities, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, sometimes that night they turn haunted, like the corn maze becomes haunted. Yeah. 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 So mm, it's kind of fun. Is, is, I wonder if the haunted corn maze is like, COVID appropriate. No, <laughs> like, I don't probably think so. not. I think it's <laughs> yeah, you're you're bound to get up close and personal with with people that you yeah, probably, probably not don't live with happening right now. <laughs> yeah. I did kind of a semi fall thing on Friday also. I got there's a local burger place called Hot Mess Burgers. Okay, I've been meaning to try them. They are run so the owner is a friend of mine um who used to come to East Lake and used to work at Kagan's okay. Crepes next door. Um, he's a chef. His name's Chris Noakes. And shout out. Um, does anyway, he <laughs> No, he doesn't. Um, but the, he does pumpkin specials in the season. And so I've been like really wanting his chicken um, pumpkin burger. Oh my gosh. So he breads the fried chicken in like a pumpkin spice blend and then which was really yummy but the best part of it was he had like a pumpkin barbecue sauce on it and it was so good so I my friend and I got his pumpkin specials and then eat them in the park on Friday so that was like my you know but he yeah. does he definitely he calls it a ghost kitchen so he just runs out of Red Mountain Kitchen which is kind of like a shared kitchen space mm-hmm. in downtown Kennewick um, and his hours aren't super regular i mean he's open most like you know three or four days a week um but they are kind of dependent on his family needs yeah. and stuff like that so but he's really like if you message hot mess burgers on facebook or insta he like is really good about messaging back and sweet can pre-order and do stuff like that so no you cool. you describing that listeners you can't tell but my mouth was like <laughs> agape listening to her describe that which like a pumpkin burger is not yeah, something so he that, has so yeah. his pumpkin specials are he has a pumpkin burger called the pumpkin king. Oh, I love it. And I, I think that the burger patty has like pumpkin spice seasoning on it and then I think it has like cojita cheese and like pumpkin oh seeds and I don't know again. some other stuff. <laughs> and then the chicken burger is like like a fried chicken patty, right? Um like a crispy chicken sandwich. Um, and so the chicken is breaded in like a pumpkin spice and then it has a pumpkin barbecue sauce and like onions, like crispy onions. Yeah. The barbecue sauce is where I was really yeah. like, okay. I need and to then do this. his, uh, his last pumpkin special is like pumpkin breaded chicken strips. Oh man. So yeah, it's, it was, it was real good. What about the fries? Like, um, they're just kind of like normal. Okay. I mean, they're good that, that's, and they're that's like fine. nicely seasoned. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of just normal fries. So, oh boy. Yeah. Well, and yeah. to top it all he off. Has, he's super creative and has a ton of like like crazy specials all the time. Oh, um, and he's like, he's really like funky and kind of fandom-y. So like I know this week he's running a Bob's Burgers special. So he has he's going to have a different Bob's Burgers special every day. That's amazing. Um, so yeah, he just like, that's how he gets all his creative energy out. And so. That's awesome. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I worked for his mom for five years. That's how I know him. Okay. Um, so yeah, but it was fun. It was good to see him and it was fun to like eat his food and it was really tasty. Mm-hmm. So. We also tried the, uh, what is it? The caramel apple pie blizzard. What? Uh, DQ, which I don't think is new. I think they just bring it back every year. Yeah. 
but it's also very good. Nice. So nice. if you can like find a time when the line is not insane. I know. <laughs> at it's, the always here, crazy. it's always crazy. Like at noon. Yeah. It's like, why are you getting, why am I getting ice yeah. <laughs> Noon is the better question. But I feel like the drive through line at the DQ near my apartment is always crazy too. I think we're just yeah. crazy for DQ here. And or don't ever want to go inside of the DQ. Yeah. I mean, now you can't really, but even before, yeah. it was always like the drive through line was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. This is turning into a food blog. It really is. Podcast, it, yeah. Um, which I'm cool with. Yeah, I'm same. kind of a foodie, so I'm yeah. down. Um, <laughs> apparently, we just live our lives deciding what to eat. I guess so. so. <laughs> yeah. And this one was way more fall themed than two weeks ago when we just like <laughs> briefly mentioned pumpkin spice. So, yeah. That's fair. Um, you know, apparently, Lauren and I do have a lot in common. Yeah. Uh, take that. <laughs> So we started a new series this week on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I don't really know where Brent's going to go with it or what it's going to look like at all. But just the idea of it, it's called Through the Looking Glass, a series on wonder. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about that idea. I like thinking about wonder um, and how that plays into our faith and um, just our lives in general. I think as a science type of person, it's really it's kind of encouraged in the sciences and so yeah. um it's it's always been really encouraged in like my life and growing mm-hmm. up and just who my parents are so it's always like I love thinking about that and talking about that so yeah if I was Brent right now I would tell you where I'd be going with the series but I'm not <laughs> so I agree with you yeah. I mean yeah I think it's I think when we're encouraged how wonder intertwines with our faith but then also understanding how it can really enhance mm-hmm. our faith yeah. too um, is something that is important and it'll be interesting to kind of explore. So, yeah. And I, like, I think for me, like my relationship with wonder and faith is very much, that's how you grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Brent talked a lot in the sermon about like wondering and then wandering. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, you know, for me, wondering has led to a lot of like growth and depth. So like I wander into that, like those spaces of like, what does my faith look like and how does that work? And, um, and maybe this is where he's going with it. But I think some of that is like when you're anchored in Christ as a person, like when your faith is anchored in that, then, then wondering and wandering looks like growing deeper into your faith. Well, I was just going to say, I think it's the perspective. It's like, Mm -hmm. like for me, I wouldn't say until recently that, I've arrived at that understanding of wandering, like, you know, 10 years ago, wandering in my faith would have been like, oh my gosh, this is scary. I don't think, I don't know if I should be doing this or wondering. And, and so having that perspective shift to, okay, what is my faith actually anchored in? And like now seeing it, like you said, as growth and, um, having it be an ongoing process and, having, you know, God with you through that is how I kind of see it now, which is a much, uh, healthier perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, so. and I think for me, a lot of that comes from my parents. Cause my parents are very much, um, like my mom was an educator. My dad really is very inquisitive and loves finding out information. And I grew up in a faith base. That's very much about like seeking, like studying and seeking mm-hmm. out and interpreting and um, like really thinking about those like faith thoughts or whatever. And so 
like studying and wondering and questioning is really highly encouraged and has always been really highly encouraged in my home. And so I think for me, the idea of wondering in your faith is like, yeah, that's how you like grow in your faith. That's Mm -hmm. how you um, find a deeper understanding of what you know and like your relationship with God. And so it's funny to me when I hear of people being like, oh, I just questioned so many things and then I left it. And I've always been like, yeah, you question and then you like find answers and find meaning and like that's the process. And um, so like that different perspective on what wonder is and how you how you do that and the relationship with faith is is always funny for me when like Mm -hmm. people have a different relationship with that growing up. Yeah. Well, and I think also what something that came to mind for me was just wondering just in general kind of reveals what it is that we're clinging to. Um, and that, that is part of growth. It's like kind of being able to look back and say, well, what is it that I really don't want to let go of? And, um, why does this feel, why do I feel this tension right now? And maybe it would be, maybe this is something I need to let go of. Um, I think if we're constantly trying to to decipher that. What are these things that we just can't let go of? Um, that's a really important part of, of growing in our faith. Yeah. And I think, I think for me also wonder is like a conscious choice, especially as an adult. Definitely. Um, Like we, because you start to know how things work. Right. Mm -hmm. And so to live in a state of wonder is really like a conscious choice to be amazed, to be continually amazed by things, by things as an adult is a choice. Um, and I think that it can be really powerful. I like people want to know or want to be certain about things. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is my like science teacher background, but like it's really powerful to like live in unknown and to be okay with that and to say, this is crazy and amazing and I don't even know how it works. Oh, totally. Right. And so there's a lot of power in like allowing space for wonder and allowing space for God to be mm-hmm. wonderful and to have things that are unknown and to have things that you couldn't possibly understand. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that for me, that is really exciting and yes, because part of it is trying to maybe figure that out someday, but also part of it is just the like vastness of the universe and the vastness of existence mm-hmm. that I am so small in that. And like, owning like just I know I'm not ever going to know anything and so like owning that and understanding that really helps me like anchor my faith because obviously I can't know it all so I need to have like my faith needs to have something to it right um so I I don't know I love not knowing things and like wanting to discover and well yeah and the the thing is the more like it is fun to to figure things out but there's always things to figure out I mean you can go down that road like infinitely like okay now I have to figure this out now I want to know what the answer to this is and it's like that's not I mean living life is being uh surprised by things and I think I think yeah you're right leaning into that can be can create moments of real pure joy for us that um you know, I think that's what God wants for us. So yeah, yeah. yeah I, agree. I mean, I, we were we're created in the image, right? Like, and children have this just natural wonder about them. So of course, we're supposed to wonder about yeah. things and question things and um, like try and figure things out. Like we were designed to do that. That's what God wants us to do. And so, like, I, I just I really recoil from 
people who don't think you should question things or wonder about things. And um, that's probably because I'm a teacher and a science teacher at that. And so my job is to make everybody want to wonder about everything. And so, yeah. uh, but it's, it's also for me, a, like a core part of my faith is that like understanding that I won't understand, but I want to, and I'm supposed to try to. Yeah. Um, and so like that, that kind of play between those two ideas is just like a fun place to be for me and an important place to be. It's a place of growth for me. Yeah, so. no, I agree. And I think too, it's like God is bigger than these boxes that we try and put ourselves in. Like, I think he can transcend this, even if it's a community or it's, it's politics or whatever that you're holding on to. It's like, we can question those things and, and still have him with us, walking with us through it, um, in the wilderness or whatever, however we want to see that as an illustration. But I think, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, decided that I wanted to have like inspirational science quotes in my classroom. Mm -hmm. So like inspirational quotes from scientists. Um, I put one on Instagram the other day from a woman who won a Nobel prize, but I, I found one before Brent even told me (laughs) what this sermon series is going to be about. And it's from Jonah. Um, I don't know how to say his last name. Lay her, lay her. Anyway, I don't know what he did, what kind of scientist he is, but this is the quote. Every brilliant experiment, like every great work of art, starts with an act of imagination. Mm. And so I think, like, for me, I was like, yes, like, science, art, history, like, storytelling, even faith. Like, there's a moment of imagination at the beginning of all of those. Like, what is, like, of wonder? What Mm -hmm. is this? What can that be? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, I think, I don't know, just those ideas and that kind of I'm excited to see where Brent goes with it and um I I love the idea of wonder and like living in that space so yeah definitely yeah cool you got anything else Lauren about the sermon no I think that was it um oh I did like the quote I think I don't know if it was a quote or just Brent said it (laughs) a Brent quote (laughs) the original invitation to Christianity did not require people to sacrifice what they observed knew and experienced so I think that's Mm -hmm. a good thing to just keep in the back of your mind like our experiences are not negated by our faith and they're all different we all experience life differently and through a different lens and um that's important to acknowledge yeah and Brent says all the time like at East, like we won't ask you to check your brain at the door. Yeah. Like, like we want you to wonder, we want you to question. That's part, like we acknowledge that's a big part of the process and an important part of the process. Yeah. So. Oh, and I actually, this reminds me, I, <laughs> I do have more thoughts actually. Great. <laughs> um, no, I was listening to, I cannot remember the name of the guy now, but it's a podcast I listened to. And he said something, um, when I listened yesterday, it was, and he was quoting someone, which I won't get right either. I really got to cite my sources here. I apologize. (laughs) Uh, but it was something about like, as, as Christians or in this faith community, um, that is focused on Jesus, we are not our beliefs. Like we are to an extent, but we are our communities and our practices. Mm -hmm. And so that made me think about just the talk too, because it's like our beliefs do change. And like mm-hmm. you said, we at East Lake don't want anyone to check their brain at the door. Our beliefs will fluctuate and we'll wonder about them. And, um, but it's our practices and how we live that really, 
uh, is the the emphasis and, mm-hmm. and and that's where our focal point should be. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, which is why East Lake has such a focus on wear love mm-hmm. and um, like those kinds of things because like thoughts and beliefs and all of that change as you have yeah. experiences and time and understanding and um and which should hopefully like change how what your behaviors oh, yeah. are right it's not those unimportant things, yeah but- those things are connected <clears throat> yeah. and importantly connected um but like how you're behaving and how you're acting really should be a reflection of those beliefs exactly um and that's the part that everybody sees mm-hmm. that's the part that and that's the part that really shapes your own heart and it's the part that impacts other people yeah. mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. Well, do we awesome. even need a, any more on this? Set? I know. I think sermon series done. There you <laughs> go, done, Brent. Brent. Yeah. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> we just wrote your whole series for you. Yeah. You're welcome. He's like, actually, that's not the direction at all. I was planning to go, you guys. Great job. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you're not here, so you don't get a say. <laughs> Um, I, he does listen, so that was we him. know that for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will get our notes uh, on Thursday <laughs> or whatever. Uh, um, all right, well, are we ready to transition into the last little piece of our podcast? Yeah, let's do it. So, the end of our podcast for those of you that don't listen along, um, Lauren and I, well, or Brent and I, whoever we're here. Um, we have something interesting that we kind of pop up. So it's like something interesting we saw, read, watched, heard, um, came across that we found kind of weird or interesting and we share that with you. Do you want to go first or you want me to? Okay. Sure. Go for it. So my something interesting this week has to do with Mars. Woo! And it's specifically. (laughs) Yeah. So exactly. (laughs) Speaking of wonder, let's talk about space. I actually am really into space, which maybe I shouldn't say because I'm going to talk about it now. And you're, you as a science teacher are going to be like, that's not right at all. I'm probably not. I'm really into <laughs> space too. I follow NASA on Instagram. Okay. I love all of it. Yeah. So. Well, feel free to jump in and correct me if I uh, screw up here. <laughs> Notes accepted. Um, so Saturday night, the 2nd of October, we, Ian and I went outside at like 8.30 PM um, and got to see the moon and Mars and they appeared from Earth very close together. I know. I went out and peeked at them, too. Yeah, it was super mm-hmm. clear. You could see everything very well. Um, and so the moon and Mars were both extremely bright. So this is because, well, we just had a full moon last week. Mm-hmm. But Mars is super bright. Um, well, I guess I'll get to that. But it's approaching what they call opposition. So the Earth orbits the sun in a year. And Mars orbits the sun in, like, two years and some change. So two earth years. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Two years for us. Mm -hmm. So opposition happens whenever the earth goes and passes in between Mars and the sun. So that happens about every two years. So an opposition in and of itself is not super uncommon. Um, But this year, the opposition will happen on October 13th, next week. And it's especially cool because Mars just had its closest point to the sun, which was on August 3rd, meaning that it is especially close to Earth, which is why it's so bright. Mm -hmm. And technically, close to Earth is like anything less than 40 million miles, (laughs) just (laughs) FYI. So 
Yeah, and the perihelion is what they call the yeah. the, clo- the planet's closest point mm-hmm. to the sun. So, yeah, when this opposition happens, it's in conjunction with one of the brightest points of Mars for us to see. Nice. So, um, it's going to be huge. It's going to really be bright. really bright, and it won't be this close to Earth for another 15 years. Wow. So... During the month of October in 2020, <laughs> it ranks as the fourth brightest object in the sky after the sun, the moon, and the planet Venus, respectively. Nice. So it won't be until November. Like, normally Jupiter is the second brightest, mm-hmm. and it won't be until November that Jupiter reclaims its status as <laughs> second brightest. So if you're into, like, stargazing yeah. or planets or whatever, you probably already know about this. But you should definitely go and look at Mars because it's really bright. It's pretty easy to tell which one it Mars is because it does look kind of red. Yeah. Um, it has kind of like a reddish glow to it, yeah. which is one of the reasons we call it the red planet. Right. But. And on the 13th, in opposition, it, it basically just means it's doing everything opposite of the sun. So, like, it'll its highest point will be at midnight. And anyway, so yeah. pretty cool. Cool. Very cool. Well, my something interesting is about Social Security numbers. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's get into it. Because I got my benefits package for my new job this week. Congratulations. Yeah. And then I found out something about social security numbers that I thought I should have known but didn't. Apparently, until like the late 80s or early 90s, um, you did not get receive a social security number until you started to work. And I found this out because I found out that I did not get a social security number until I was like three or four. And your social security number is. <laughs> <laughs> but me and my two older siblings all got social security numbers at the same time. Huh. That's what I found out. And because the law changed when we were like in the early okay. 90s. And my parents, in order to claim us on their tax returns, had to get a social security numbers. And so we all got social security numbers at the same time. But I didn't realize that it was within my lifetime that that switched from, I just always thought everybody got social security numbers when they were born That's since what I forever. Thought. Yeah. But no, it's in, it was in the early 90s when that switch happened, or late 80s when that switch happened. And um, so, yeah, I don't know, you're younger than me, so you've probably had one since you were born. But I mean, yeah, I thought that's what I thought. <laughs> I'll have to ask right now. But. but yeah, I did not have one when I was born. And my mom didn't have one until she was like in college. Huh. Yeah. That is kind of crazy. I know, isn't it? It seems wrong. Like we were robbed or, you know, people that people were robbed of it before. I I mean, it doesn't really do anything until you start working anyway. Yeah. So, but my mom is telling me that you, one of the things you did when you got your first job was apply for your social security number. Huh. That was like one of the steps before you got your first job. So, but I didn't, I, it's like one of those weird history things that, you're randomly part of, but mm-hmm. didn't know you were part of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, wait, I guess I was alive when that happened, but I don't recall. So you were one of the last to be born without yeah, a social I guess. security number, yeah. I guess. That's crazy. You need to put that on your Instagram bio, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Only do it for like a few Nerdy thing to put on. <laughs> yeah. no, I know. I mean, my Instagram is all my cats anyway, so... Oh, mine's just... We really... I don't think I can get much lower than yeah. that. Beverages and my dogs doing <laughs> things that other people don't think are cute. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that okay. is interesting that I had yeah. no idea. 
yeah. So that was my nerdy old lady fact for you all. So there you go. You're welcome. Cool. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Lauren for joining me. Oh, yeah. And we are really efficient, which is great. Yeah, we are. Um, and everybody, I hope you have a great week. Mm-hmm. And make sure you tune in to our online podcast. Pra- platform whatever it is on sunday at 10 Mm o'clock um if you are someone who really wants to come in person we are doing what i am calling rsvp church yes and (laughs) so reach out info at eastlakechoicecities.com or save me a seat at eastlakechoicecities.com yeah look in or look in the mailer um and let us know if you want to hang out and we will put you on the list so yeah it's kind of weird but yeah covid happens so We're just rolling with the punches here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else we want to promo, Lauren? I don't think so. I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.